Brad from Pro Wrestling Junkies, and welcome to another episode of Toilet Side Wrestling Talk. Today's guest hails from the great state of New York to some and began wrestling in 2004. She's worked for such promotions as New York Wrestling Connection, Create a Pro, Women's Superstars United, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, Warriors of Wrestling, to name a few. She's the current Warriors of Wrestling Women's Champion for the third time and is also one half of the Empower Tag Team Champions with Candy Cartwright. She's the first and only woman to hold the New York Wrestling Connection Tag Team titles and along the way has shared the ring with the likes of Marty Bell, Brittany Savage, Nyla Rose, Orange Cassidy, Matthew Justice, Sonny Kiss, Mercedes Martinez, just to name a few. If you want to check out some of her matches, you can find them on IWTV as well as YouTube. So let's welcome today's guest, the Black Rose, Nikki Adams. Nikki, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thank you very much. Uh, my first question I always ask is, that was you in all those clips, correct? <laughs> yeah. And I actually, so I was watching it and you picked like everything that made me look good. So thank you. Yeah. Oh, well, you'd be surprised at things that the time I have as a stay-at-home father of the things I'm able to do. Yeah, um, no, that video is really impressive overall. So. Oh, okay. Video. Thank you. Um, you know what? I can ask you this. This is a non-wrestling question. It's a, it's just a women's perspective question. of something that kind of happened to me in the last hour. So okay. say, say your partner has like this work thing you know it's like a picnic for someone's birthday they have it every year blah 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 right. and then your partner didn't invite you and has taken her friend should i be uh offended by that do you think now i'll give you a little piece of information i wouldn't want to go anyways i but the thought okay yeah should i get like offended by that i mean it depends. Was it out of maybe like being with you, the person knows you really well and be like, well, you know, the they're not going to want to go. So I'm going to save them the trouble and make them feel there's no pressure to go. And then Partly. Like a friend, then I'd say that that's a, like completely okay. And be like, well, they know you really well. So yeah. Like, you know, and they want to take somebody and like, don't want to have to make you feel obligated. I think that would be cool. Um, if it's kind of not like that, maybe just be like, well, you could have asked. I'd well, she said, to, she's like, well, you know, it's going to be, you know, the, the the whole dance department. I'm sure everybody will be talking about dance and my friend who I'm bringing, you know, she, these were all her, you know, teachers and stuff, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And, but she also knows that I've been living in this, this town because of her for the last year and I don't know anyone. 
So I was like, oh, it might be great to interact with people who are over 11, you know, but whatever. I, so, but at the end of the day, someone's got to stay with the kids. And it's, so it's got to be me because we don't have a babysitter. So, I mean, so I think knowing all of that, um, mm -hmm. pro I don't think that, I think there was only good intention there. So, okay. Okay. You know, cause like, yeah, somebody needs to be there with the kids and then, you know, she thinks that maybe it wouldn't be something, um, of your comfort or of your knowledge like if it's dance and that's not your thing i i think that was just kind of like a she was trying like, to do me a favor malicious or to make yeah i think that that was like just kind of meant to be a nice a nice thing and i think i think that that's my opinion all right i appreciate that thank you because it actually does make me feel better and i won't have to give anyone the silent treatment when oh, i get no out problem. of here yeah Has, can you watch wrestling, you know, specifically WrestleMania as a fan anymore? Um, yes and no. I think that would be okay. a fair way to answer it. Um, I can watch things and enjoy it and be like, wow, that was great. And then, <laughs> but there's always kind of that wrestling aspect to it. It's just like, I'm like, oh, I see why they did that. Or, um you start thinking about it in the depth of like, I guess like if you were gonna have a match. So yeah, like, yeah. It's kind of a 50-50, like I can enjoy things and like be like, wow, as I watch it. But like a lot of times I also think about the wrestling aspect of it as well. So I'd say a 50-50. So like half of it is kind of like dissecting and research and then half of it is, you know, enjoying it as like someone like me. Yeah, Not like you. <laughs> I don't mean like that we're any different. No, but I, no, I know what you mean. But like, yeah, and it's like when, or it's like, cause you like learn these things, and like you would know what you would do, and then you see things, or if you're like, ah, it's like there it is, like the thing. Yeah. That, what when you learned and stuff like that, I'd be like, well, at this point, I I know that like that would be the next step, and then you see it, and you're like, awesome. Oh, okay, and that's all. So, um. Obviously, you probably didn't wrestle as much as you would like to this past year, I imagine. Well, I actually, I tried to retire. Yeah, I was going to ask George you about that. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, so COVID is, happened, but like, it's like I was retired, but COVID happened anyway. Yeah, this whole pandemic stole your thunder. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. So is, are you going to, are you going to treat 2020 to 2021 as you did as you were going to for 2020? Well, that would have been retirement. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. But um, that didn't exactly go the way I thought it would. <laughs> um, you know, and everyone always says that, like, you never really retired. And I was uh -huh. sitting there and I'm like, oh, you'll see. You'll see. It's me. I'm going to stick to it. Yeah, I'm the different one. But, like, clearly, I'm just a hypocrite. But yeah, <laughs> um, no, some things changed. And like mentally like things change too sure it's like you're trying like i since i started wrestling like my parents like they made sure that like i was always on the straight and narrow it's like they would give you what you needed always mm -hmm. and you know sorry my cat is gonna definitely invade this video <laughs> um, no worries. yeah he's definitely you just saw him briefly walk by um can i tell you something real quick that sure. just remind me of most cats hate the pitch of my voice. 
No, he's uh, the, he's the I, like the friendliest cat ever. Oh, I'm scared of cats, and I, I used to my wife until it died. We lived with her. I was constantly frightened. It was no, awful. No, he's, <laughs> yeah, really yeah. Good. he's actually. I don't know if you can see. We'll see if we can do it. Yeah, let's see. There he is. Oh yeah, yeah, just lounging. Yeah, he's just hanging out. So he'll he'll pop in and out. He's super friendly. Um, Does he sleep twenty out of twenty four hours a day? Probably. I mean, oh, okay. I'm, I'm out a lot because of work and stuff, but I mm -hmm. really doubt it. Like I, can, he probably sleeps. Um, occasionally gets up to eat, plays with his toys for a little bit, then he's <laughs> exhausted and goes back to sleep. It's a hard so, life. So, like, if you come home, you're on your couch watching TV. The cat will be, you know, come to you and interact. Yeah, he's in my business twenty four seven. Okay. Okay. And he's not like a normal cat because there are yeah. the other times where he gets super needy. And like, oh. he'll get on the table and specifically like stand on his hind legs against me and they will like pick me up. And uh, like cats don't usually like that. So I'm no, like, no. Yeah, it's a needy yeah they might be part of orangutan. Needy, huh? <laughs> needy. Yeah, you. Yeah, you. Yeah. It's just it's just that cat. Oh, yeah. He's my only cat. My, my last cat was like that, too. He was um, very, very clingy, which is sweet. But like, yeah, I mean, it's nice. It's kind of like having a little baby. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> he's a baby. You're a baby. Yeah. You. My, my dog has to wear diapers 24 seven now. Oh, and it's God. like a little baby. Like she'll roll onto her back and you do the. It's the exact same thing. as a, It looks really funny. Um, OK, let's get back to. Um, you know, let's let's skip all the way back until you when you were younger, as okay. a, a young Nikki growing up and seeing the world. Um, as a kid, what was like your demeanor? Were you active? Were you more um, reclusive? Interesting. Um, I went through different phases as I was growing up. When I was a kid, um, I was very active. Um, a tomboy, because I kind of always am. Like, obviously, I will dress up and be very feminine at times. Sure. But then, like, on my regular day, I'm pretty casual, um, just wearing my sneakers and stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, I... I'm a kid. Very, always outside, something that kids don't do. Just saying. But mm -hmm. um, uh, I, I enjoy a lot of uh, things that guys did, too. Like, cars. Like, it was literally, like in the dirt playing as a kid I don't know. <laughs> did you ever get but, worms um, no i okay. i don't know my parents like <laughs> they get like an a plus plus like i don't know like shout out to them because <laughs> i don't think i'd be not to sound like but like i know that i'm a good solid person and i can handle and maintain life and like yeah. without them providing me with what i needed to like do that i wouldn't have been so shout out to them for making yeah. a relatively functional person that can like handle things and cool. if they're ever looking to adopt a soon-to-be 45 year old man i'm just throwing it out there they sound awesome they're cool but they're strict like my dad is no bs and you know what it works like that's how that's probably how it should be yeah do, do you find like you you see things you do that are actually like your dad you know what Both I mean? Like, oh, my dad would have said this. Both of them. Like, something will happen and it's, like, your typical moment or, like, oh, I'm my mom or, oh, I'm my Yeah, mom. yeah. And I'm just, like, then you literally are, like, oh. But, you know, it's <laughs> not In wrong. reality. So, you're just, like, they did, like, 
to all like the younger people that are like, I know everything. You don't. <laughs> and I sit here today being like, yeah, they always knew better. So even now I'm just like, if I, I will literally be like, well, what would they do? Because they've experienced a lot more than I have. So yeah, yeah. I don't know it all and I'm not going to pretend to know it all. Well, that's a good, that's a good attitude. Cause a lot of people pretend like they know it all. I definitely don't. Cause you can't like, how, how could you possibly like each day you go on, you learn something new, you experience yeah. something new. Every like, day is a new experience in your life. You right. Know, anything so could for someone to literally sit there and just say that they genuinely know it all, I think would be very ignorant. Yeah. Uh, did you have uh, siblings? I do. I have a sister and I have a brother and they are both older than me. Okay. Was your sister a tomboy? No. And my sister was not very active when we were younger. Oh, okay. She was more like she had friends. She was more like uh, reclusive though. Like weird, like social. But uh -huh. yet like she liked to be in her room and read a lot. And like okay. I'd be outside like that like we were very opposite like that but then as i like she's also five years older than me so like oh okay when she probably did that stuff obviously i was like really young like you know so like when i was five outside being active she was already 10 and probably like, yeah beyond that when i started to get like older so like as like early teens and stuff mm -hmm. i kind of was more like that as well and not like anti-social because I just didn't like people, but I was uh -huh. extremely shy. So okay. like I'd be afraid to talk to people or whatever. Oh, like we, we noticed, like I was so shy in middle school. Like I was fine until I got to, I guess, uh -huh. middle school. I was so shy in middle school and high school that uh -huh. like public speaking classes would debilitate me. Like it would be like, I can't do this. Then let me and ask like, you. Obviously you did it so you didn't fail, but it was like the hardest thing in that moment for you to do. Sure. Did you did you go to homecoming or prom or the one where the women asked the the, the girls asked the guys? I didn't go to no, I think I might have went to I think I went to homecoming in my senior year. And that's because like my couple of friends were going and they're like, oh, it would be fun. And I okay. was like, okay. But again, like I'm, I, I had fun, but I was really shy and reserved and I just okay. went out with them. And I actually did go to prom. Um, but at that point I didn't, like I wasn't a shy anymore. I wasn't really worried about like uh, my peers because it's like after that, like I'm never gonna see you again. Yeah, so totally, 99% so, like, of those people game changer and i remember i only went because um the person i went with they didn't have a problem like they went to private school so it was okay. actually uh my co-worker and i'm just like oh and like oh, awesome. they kept saying how like they were bummed out about it so i was like i was like oh, i i could do this because like even if like i feel uncomfortable I'll, I'll like probably almost never see any of these people who went to school yeah yeah so, yeah it's like having a pass to say whatever you want to somebody, you know, that you've always wanted to. Like, I I don't like how you blah, blah, blah. And then you'll never see him again. You know, but those opportunities don't present themselves that often. Right. I, I, it's weird because, like, every once in a while, like, I guess I come into contact with someone from, like, that time period. And I was bullied. Like, I was shy. I was made fun of, you know. Um, mm -hmm. When, like, Facebook first became, like, 
major and I yeah. actually like I didn't make one right away like it was out for a few years before I made one okay but, like it's weird like I get friend requests and I'd read like the names of the people and I'd be like that's funny and I just <laughs> accept it because it's like there it's like on like Facebook yeah and yeah a few times I would get messages from people saying they, they were sorry about how they acted and oh, like wow. you know what do you like I'm not ever gonna be mean about it so I was like yeah oh, thank you so much and do you remember that, those bad things though? Oh, that they, know, that like, they were apologizing? Really mean. Like, you know, they would like just make fun of you or like just any time. Like, that's why like you wouldn't want to publicly speak because you're like, you're going to go up there and just get ridiculed. Yeah, yeah. Because they decided that they were popular and they decided that you weren't. So it's just like, we're just going to make fun of you. So it's just, I guess, for <laughs> berating you for years. So like, sorry about that. Sorry, yeah, totally. I know I probably st screwed you up into your 20s, you know. Um, so were you uh, on any, like, uh, high school teams? No, no, not in, like, school. Like, if I I did some stuff, but, like, okay. it, was out, it wasn't, like, part of the school. Because, again, I'm just, like, I'm not being open to, like, ridicule. So, so these, like, yeah. So the people at your, at your, senior prom would they be shocked that you're a pro or whenever they've learned in this time that you're a pro wrestler probably because like i literally was very quiet very shy even when i started wrestling training mm -hmm. i was still like it took a really long time for me to not be like that anymore like okay training i was almost silent and then when we would like go in there there's like you're silent so i remember going into like my first show like I was prepared enough to have a match, but yeah. they like they were like, oh, she's gonna have no personality. She's not gonna make any sound at all. And then being like, well, you know, we're gonna see what happens. Mm -hmm. And like, fortunately, like being put on the spot and actually being in the situation, sure. Like I was able to respond to that. But like afterwards, go like right back to being silent. Oh gosh, it's like where they like yeah. it's like she's walking down the ring to her bat mitzvah. <laughs> Fortunately, like in the actual like time of going out to the curtain and going back through the curtain, it's like I was like the character that I was supposed to be and like had personality, reacted, noise, got hit, made a sound, like got fired up and stuff, and then like go right back into that. And oh gosh. Yeah. Do do you then when you like get home, are you able to just release? I mean. And not I mean, have I like die with myself, so it's just like I. Would no, that's what I'm like. Is that like nice? You're not lonely. You have oh, yourself. Like, and nowadays, I'm not really shy at all, and like, okay. everyone that know like knows me really well. Like, you go on. Much can make a friend out of nowhere. Uh, like, I'll be friends with a broom or something. They're like, you can talk to me. <laughs> so like, that is a okay. like. I guess so. Like, I think that I got coffee yesterday. So, Perfect. so if you weren't on any like athletic teams in high school and stuff, who exposed you to wrestling for the first time? Oh, I, I watched wrestling always on TV. Like, I okay. was watching it, like, it was on. Like, my dad liked it. My dad ended up growing like out of it, I guess, with like the way okay. it changed. Like, he obviously like enjoyed. Bret Hart, Macho Man, like yeah. that. But um, I just continued to really enjoy it and like it and just kind of stuck for me. 
Okay. And at some point, I guess I got the idea that I just felt like I, I could do it and I wanted to try it. And even though I was like really shy, I'm like, well, can I? I'm like, I'm going to be too shy to be there. Yeah. But like basically what it came down to was I didn't want to get to a point where I was older and said, wow, you didn't even try. Like that thought alone was what bothered me the most and what essentially uh -huh. pushed me enough to start looking up schools like by me and like researching them and actually finally making the phone call and the appointment to go meet with the trainers and watch class and then from that after i was there i'm like okay well i'm gonna try and we'll just see what happens now does at, at this period in this time period does anyone know that you're doing this like that you've made this decision that i would like to become a pro wrestler and, and train at that point mm-hmm um like, did your friends know that you watched wrestling even maybe they might have i don't i don't remember that as far because i know that they weren't wrestling fans so it's like they probably did know but it was just not something we talked about because it wasn't their interest like it was like oh sure. you like wrestling cool and like you like something else cool and like it was just like my own thing so it's like they probably knew i don't i don't remember hiding it like, like i remember just none of them having that common interest with me yeah um, and i do remember talking to my parents about it that's and my like, next question what yeah they're like what did it <laughs> did like, it come out of left field like, for them sir um pro probably probably okay like knowing that i liked it wasn't shocking but probably the decision to do so and like that was like i had like thought about it before but i also know how, like living at the time like I wasn't living at home when I started. Like I started a little bit later. Like some people start at 18 or so sometimes even younger, like it happens. Mm -hmm. But like, um, I had to be living on my own supporting myself because they're just like, well, you know, you have to be mature. Like you can't just sure. go to wrestling school and live here. Like you need to get mm -hmm. your life going. And then you can, sure. if you can do that, then you can go do what you want to do. Cause it's just like, I get it. Like they're very old school. Like they're like, you're not going to live here and like decide to like live at home and like not be an adult and like not pay bills and then go pay X amount of money for wrestling school every month. And just not that there's anything wrong with that, but my parents yeah. are very traditional people. Like, and they sent you, you know, off like, into life. Yes. And that's why I'm saying shout out to them because if like, yeah. they push me to have to be able to do these things, not no, saying that it's not possible, but like, I, I take care of things. And like, if I choose to have people in my life, it is solely mm -hmm. by a choice. Like I don't need somebody to sustain life. Like I can sustain on my own and do well. And uh -huh. like, so like, that's always comforting. Like in the aspect of a partner, sure. well, I don't have you here because I need you. It's like, you're here because it's a choice, which is always yeah. nice. You don't want to think that someone has you there because it's like, well, like how do they even feel or whatnot? Cause they need me. Like you genuinely get to pick somebody due to like how you feel about them and not the necessity of having a person in general. So yes. like, I think about that and granted, like you go through your twenties and whatnot and you're like making mistakes, you know, cause 
that's life. And Mm -hmm. like now I'm at a point where it's like, I'm actually making all this progress towards all these things that I want to do. And it's like a nice feeling because like, say if it was different, maybe I wouldn't have that foundation. And I'm not saying like people that Mm -hmm. go and like have are brought up differently. Like, of course, they can do these things, too. But like, I almost am happy that it was in like, which is weird to say that it was harder for me. Like I had to buy my car, my first car. Like I had to buy that. So you, so you could, yeah. So you, that's, yeah. you know, a lot of parents that give a car to their kids. Nope. No, my dad, he has his own business. He's a mechanic. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was a customer's car. So we already knew it wasn't a new car. Mm-hmm. I got bought this car in 2005. It was a 1993 turquoise wow. mercury cougar and i loved it because i loved that car ever since i was a kid uh-huh. but you know i lived in a pretty well-to-do town and in that time everyone was driving the 2005 or even the six because they mm-hmm. came out the year before Audi, yeah. infinity now i had this cougar so it's like my dad <laughs> had been working on it since it was brand new anyway and he said he would do like the few repairs that it needed uh-huh. and um I didn't get to go on their insurance plan either. They're like, absolutely not. That's a liability, pal. So you got to go get your own insurance. My first year of car insurance, $4,000 for the first year. How old were you at the time? 17. Holy shit. That, you buy, like, if you're short, like, look, if you can't put gas in your car, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. So your parents were no joke. No, uh, I, I had to get my first phone and like pay for my phone to have a cell phone like I didn't have a cell phone until I was in 11th grade but it's probably made you the person you are those little things you know what I mean honestly like and they say like I'm it's not a secret like I'm I'm from New York Uh and it's like if you can get by here you're pretty golden yeah New York is no joke like oh yeah literally beat you so hard (laughs) and like suck the life out of you uh-huh. and if you can sit like new york is expensive and like just the way things go here if you can manage you're pretty solid like uh-huh. I'm rich by no means do i do pretty all right sure but like that also comes with like busting my ass and working yeah calls for it over time i have more than one job i do like i'm not gonna like would I wish that things were a little bit different? Sure. But I'll sit here and proudly say I have two jobs and sometimes I even have a third to make money. And, sure. you know, like the day that I buy a house and I buy that house solely on my own with my own money and not uh-huh. a dollar from anybody else. Like, you're not going to be able to take away the pride on that. Like, Yeah, I, yeah, for sure. I didn't buy a brand new car until like right before my 28th birthday. Oh, and, wow. Like, nobody could take that away from me either. Like these are things that I did solely on my own. Yeah. Those are, those are, those are big yeah. accomplishments that the stuff that leads up to it, you know, um, yeah. are, would you say you're a happy person today? Today? And not specifically like literally today, but like in, in general. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, Oh, no, it doesn't come off that you're not. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I definitely have days where I'm, I'm, you know, thinking about things or like the pandemic definitely has put people in a mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, it could always be always be worse. And like during the shutdown and everything, I maintained working. I was very lucky like that. And weirdly enough, very lucky while some people suffered. I actually flourished and I'm very fortunate for that. 
you know, like that's when things started to get better for me and like how I started to like plan things and be able to save money and do things. Yeah. Um, weirdly enough, like very, very fortunate on that because unfortunately other people were not so fortunate. Yeah. It, it, it's great. Are you, um, are you not going to get the vaccine or are you fine with getting it? Or you don't want to talk about that. I would understand. Oh, no, it's, it's, it's completely fine. I actually sit right before you fully vaccinated. Oh, so me, me too. I got yeah. really sick from the second one. Yeah, I know a lot of people did. Um, I got migraines on a sore arm. So it's like I was pretty lucky. But like yeah. when he told me, like I was just like, I'm going to do everything I need to do. Like today, in case tomorrow I'm like almost like bedridden. Yeah, and yeah. I like forced myself to go to sleep to try to like avoid it or whatever. So it's like maybe I would have maybe I had some of those side effects in my yeah. sleep too like i woke up the next day both times with like a migraine and my arm hurt and then you know what to me that's like minor because so many yeah. people got so messed up from it totally so i was like okay i actually it's went to work it. the day after both times and oh okay I, I made sure i used my inactive arm so that way it was just like you can function and be yeah like you have one dead arm and like the other yeah. one but yeah um, i wanted it like i just feel that like I don't have children, you mm -hmm. know, and so lucky. to make progress, <laughs> to make progress, somebody has to go take the risk. And like, since I don't have anything like that, and like, you know, clearly I don't want anything to happen to me. But sure. like, if everybody, every single person says no, how is there ever going to be a solution? Yeah, so it, it'll I'm never like, end. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to bite the bullet and do this. Because, like, if you think about it, let's date back to, like, any war we've had. You think that the men and women wanted to go get shot at? Yes, no. exactly. So, like, shot at with a bullet, shot with a needle in the arm, hoping that it helps you and other people out. Yeah, so, like, yeah. You it out, and you're just like, yeah, I think this is a risk I'll take. And fortunately, like... I actually think that it's helped me a lot because you find out that you get exposed to people regularly mm -hmm. each time. Like, I think I had found out I was exposed twice and like, I test, like, I, I never got it and I still don't have antibodies. Like I didn't, I was lucky enough again, yeah, wow. fortunate to not mm -hmm. even get COVID during the time. Like so lucky. Um, Are you in like, a high risk? Is pretty good. Hmm? Yeah. Are, are you in a high risk um, uh, profession outside of wrestling? Um, I guess like it, I'm a, I was essential. So it's like, okay, like I wasn't like to the status of like a medical worker, but sure. I actually got my the first dose of the vaccine in, in early January. So I was like fully vaccinated oh, wow. by early February. And then they say like you have the two week window. So mm -hmm. by mid February, I was at like the full capacity that the vaccine could provide for you. Oh, wow. So, um, yes, yes and no. Like, so for the most part, yes. Like I, I work with developmentally disabled adults. Okay. And, um, you know, being in that field with what you do, like going in, like, I don't work in a group home, mm -hmm. but like all of us fall into the same category. So it's like you do that daily and it's like, then you're, you're helping, um, these people that need your assistance. Yeah. They're so, depending on like, you. Yeah. Depending on like that. And I guess like being around other people, I, mm -hmm. guess, I guess in a way that does like mine, I I'm one-on-one -on -one with somebody. So I'd say mine was 
not as high risk as okay work in a group home that has mm-hmm. several people living there several staff living there and it's like well actually for a while they were cut off from seeing their family which was unfortunate so it's like but i guess to keep it safe and more um to make sure like there would be like as little exposure or risk as possible okay but like that and then always like wearing your mask and like following like like it's hard because like in that like in the houses i'm sure they have like a specific protocol Mm -hmm. um we have one i guess according to like my agency but at the same time you're one-on-one so i've okay different protocols like if there was transport in the car like Mm -hmm. you wouldn't sit in the front seat with me you would sit diagonally in the back because that's space and masks you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i was always like like still like even before that I always sanitize and spray down everything in my car anyway. Yeah, yeah. To begin with. That's good to so, be. Yeah, like just taking like whatever precaution possible to ensure like not just your safety, but obviously the safety of the yeah. the person. Hello, Simba. That's <laughs> so funny. It was just out of nowhere. Do you mind? Can you scoot the butt? Scoot it? Lovely abdomen. Ah, right. He's He's chunky. He's a chunk. It's so funny. Come on, just lay down then. You can hang out. All right. I'm going to take you back again in time. Do you remember the night before your first day of training? Like, did you, were you able to sleep? Or were you, did you have nerves? Probably a little bit, but yeah, very anxious. I was anxious up until showing up. When I got there, like the day before, because like, again, I get very like anxious about things that uh-huh. I don't know. So the sure. day before, um, I actually drove there. So I could make sure, Simba, sorry, cameo no cat. Um, <laughs> I made sure I could find the place so that way I wouldn't be late the next day because it's like the last thing you want to do is drive to an area you're not familiar with and be like, oh, the GPS is wrong or it's like, yeah, it wasn't like a warehouse area. So it's like the GPS takes you a certain way and then you have to find the unit. Granted, mm-hmm. I turned and there it was, but I took a pre-drive the day before just because I- Oh, good idea being awkward and walking in and like class was going on already and like you're just like oh you know and and you're going (laughs) to your first day by yourself correct to training yeah 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 oh geez and then the next day i got there really early and i parked and i was sitting there and we had like i had the whole debate with my myself in the car it's like can i do this can i not (laughs) do this am i going in am i driving away what are we doing yeah wow I got out of the car. Like now people are showing up and going in. It's getting close to the time to be in there. Then uh-huh. I get out of the car and I finally get to the door and I'm like holding on to the handle and I'm like, uh, oh, no. then somebody else parks and they're coming to the door. So it's like, you can't just walk away now. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah but they're like you're going in. So it's like, and that is my day before and day of experience. So had you never been inside of a wrestling ring before? At that point, no, no. And did you feel you were physically ready going into the, like going into your f- first day of training? Did you feel like, all right, I, I'm in good shape? Nope. No. No, I was definitely pudgy. And I'm like, oh, maybe if I'm going to do this, I'm actually going to get in shape. And <laughs> yeah. like, if you look back on like years of me, like, you will see I'm heavier, I'm lighter, I'm heavier, I'm lighter. Like, uh-huh. I just fluctuate. If I don't stay on it, like, not even like that. It's just, I had a big tendency to, like, gain weight, like, you know? And uh-huh. for me, I don't know. It's like a mental thing. It's not so easy. So it's like, 
oh, the cheat day, but like a cheat day turns into like a cheat month, and they're like, hey, how do you <laughs> yeah, totally. go? <laughs> like, you know, so think things like that. So I, I did lose weight in the beginning, but that I had braces when I first started too. Oh, did okay. Were the trainers mean about that? No, no, no. Okay. I remember when I called to talk about like the day I would come and whatnot, and like making the decision to do that. I was flat out honest. I'm like, is this something I should like wait on? And they're like, no, because like you know, for the most part, you know that like accidents happen, but it should be fine. And like mm -hmm. that wasn't an issue. And I don't oh, actually. Okay. I guess I probably didn't. They were definitely off within my first year. I can't remember if my first match I had them still or not. But like within the first year of me actually starting training, like, uh -huh. and like at that point they were off. So. Um. Okay. First bump. Do you remember it? Yeah. Terrifying. Did, did it? Did it like make your head spin? <laughs> it hurt. I know that. And I was like, I like, it felt like a gunshot. Like you take the little ones first, like, so you start getting used mm -hmm. to it. But the, the actual one where you kick your legs completely up and take that bump. Yeah. It's like the sound of it. And just the feeling you were like, Oh my God. But oh, I guess wow. at that point, once you get to that point, you're like, well, I now know what that's like. And this is just it now. So it's like, I think the hardest thing is actually getting to the point to actually taking the initial one. Like once you get past, oh, yeah. past that, yeah, once you can get past that, you're doing better. And I remember, like, having to learn, like, the flip bumps, too. And, like, that wasn't uh -huh. on the first day, but I knew it was going to come from. So I went to at the job I had at the time. I called my boss. Uh -huh. I'm like, I have to come over and practice something. <laughs> I'm She's like, I'm not even going to ask, but okay. <laughs> and so oh, and she didn't know? Practicing, practicing and remembering what they were saying. Like, so, like, my first day, like, they were doing stuff like, and I would just stop with what I could do. So it's like, I was just taking back bumps and like okay. the people that were there longer, they would do the back bump, the front bump, the flip bump. So I knew it was coming for me. Uh -huh. I was like, I'm not making a fool of myself because again, you know how I am. So I'm just like, I've got to be able to do this. Otherwise, if I can't, I'm not going to be able to move past this point yeah, like, sure. mentally. So that way the day came when I actually was taught them, I was mm -hmm. able to do them. Oh, and cool. I was like, okay. Yeah. So, and I was like, all right. So that was, that was good. Cause like, it was very important for me to be able to try to handle as much as I could, because if I got to the point where it's like, I was already super uncomfortable and always mm -hmm. nervous and anxious because mm -hmm. it was something so far out of my comfort zone and being incredibly shy and just afraid mm -hmm. that people will be like to not have that happen because the minute that would happen not saying that anyone would have uh -huh. but just the phobias overall if that were to happen to me i wouldn't be able to move past that and actually my cat if you had, if you had to um jump out of like a first story window or maybe like a half story window would you be able to brace your break the fall but land better than say like I could I mean I actually don't know and like maybe because like it like look we've all slipped and fall before and it's like you kind uh -huh. of I guess apply the technique that you know but okay. like I also think as far as like natural things that's also natural instinct 
you know okay. like we all know that you would never want to fall like directly with your knees locked because your legs would be ruined i think a lot of it would be trying to protect yourself okay so, like i know i know things that would definitely help protect me but mm -hmm. like I'm also sure for another person in an emergency like status situation that hopefully their instinct would kick in and like maybe it wouldn't be to the specific thing that like I could do or mm -hmm. someone that's been trained, but like to help themselves. Because I, well, I, I had to jump out of a window. I'm not taking a back bump. Like there's no way I'm landing on my back. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to try to come down. And instead of landing straight on my feet like that, I'm going to try to more absorb it with my knees bent and then try to brace myself. And I imagine that any person would probably try to do the same to avoid yeah major injury well i may have to find out from you off air but i suspect my wife is wants to throw me out of uh, our bedroom window so i may have to learn um how to land but we can talk about that some other time um well it's first, on the first floor it's not that bad no this is a second story mm. but she's she got bad temper um she's rushing uh um okay so your first match did you feel you were ready or did someone tell you just go go out there um i like when they decided for that like me and the other girl we were like the only girls there and she came in mm -hmm. shortly after me so like maybe within a month or so and okay you know for a while it was just like oh what like but i guess that they had felt they're like i think that they know enough that uh -huh. it's going to be okay and like that felt okay um but like my ner my nerves up until like the match i had last month my nerves uh -huh. hit me the same as they did back then like oh right wow before time, like i'm like down on a knee like taking breaths and i'm like oh my god like here it is and then oh just, wow like, like I literally go like I'm like what why why is this a thing and then I just go and like they're like well you you know enough at this point and if <laughs> something goes wrong like I feel like you have enough knowledge that you'll be okay and like gotta have these pep talks with myself <laughs> have you watched your first match yeah I've seen it I I had to watch it then specifically like would I have seen okay. it to date probably now as long as there is footage probably yes but okay like, tape review is a very important thing so we would all sit there the day after the show excuse me buddy uh -huh. um and like so the next training day you would go which was on sunday um, okay we would all sit there and watch the entire show uh, from first match to the end and then everyone would sit there and we would do a tape review together okay it was it hard taking like did you ever get the criticism about what was good uh what needed work you know your overall mm -hmm. progress and it's just like oh yeah i'm i'm sure i could i could still get her. like there is no but <laughs> about that like i am not yeah ready. yeah obviously i have some good matches i'm gonna just be honest and this is probably gonna sound crazy i am not the best i will never be the best i will give you my best like that is fine reality um, <laughs> I can always learn things. I can go back and watch my own things and be like, oh, I wish I did that instead. Or be like, wow, I really should have did this. And that would have made that better. Or be like, if I see something as I'm doing it, I be like, I should have did that better. Like, okay. And like, you know, I know if I'm going to say that, then obviously the, um, somebody else watching it would, 
Um, I, I'll ask people that I definitely know will give me their honest opinion instead. Okay. Um, do you ever get yeah. offended? So I'm like, no, no, because like, I mean, it's only to help and like an opinion. And they always say the whole thing all the time, flavors of ice cream. Like uh-huh. I think that if someone was just trying to rip you apart, uh-huh. apart to make themselves feel better and is tearing you apart literally just out of help somebody and you're being nice about it and stuff like yeah. that and like it's genuinely constructive rather than just trying to mind fuck you yeah, and yeah. like just make you feel like inadequate I think that's okay if you're doing any of that other stuff Mm-hmm. That that I think is completely wrong. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, in any like profession, I, I just don't. I don't have a tolerance for that. Like, obviously, you had to take any type of criticism at the time. Mm-hmm. You no, know, that's fine. If I see, like, I see sometimes people like thank. God. God, most most people are good, mm-hmm. but I. Hi, it's breaking up again. Yeah, yeah, like, thank God, most of the time, almost everyone is good. But I have seen things before, and I'm just like, that is like, I don't because like I don't know, like, I don't like as you have experience. Was your when you when you were training and started you know wrestling matches? What did it book? Was it a goal of yours to like win cha- like championships at the places that you're wrestling? Um, I mean, probably yes, subconsciously, you know. But like at the okay. time, it's like I just wanted to learn. I wanted to be as good as I could possibly be, understand everything, and mm-hmm. like. You know, the hope is to, like, be able to do shows and just have, like, the best possible matches you could. Like, that that stuff actually was bonuses. And the fact that I was trusted with these opportunities really Mm -hmm. means a lot to me. Because it's, like, you know, like, I don't know. Maybe, like, loyalty gets you really far, too. Like, if you, like, are professional and you're willing, Mm -hmm. like, to, like, you know, because, like, let's be honest like there's times in wrestling where it's like you're not always gonna like what you're you're gonna do or hear yeah and like you understand that it's a job that you have to do and you're gonna do it you know so and then some i guess sometimes like maybe people aren't so willing to do that but like sure no matter i always did like if whatever was like asked of me or requested of me or needed to be done i did Mm mm-hmm and and that so they they trust you so the first time you won the warriors of wrestling championship Mm. did okay so you win it you walk back what was the first thing you did like when you got back like did you go to a mirror first and see what it looked like on you or did you like race home and do that no no um i think it was a lot to absorb like i still uh-huh. think it's like i already knew and you like 
what what would happen and stuff but i just think mm-hmm. it's still a lot to absorb and then sure. being happy and then that that day i had wrestled four matches so i was just like you know processing all the matches and everything that has taken place and being yeah. like okay yeah do you have that, iwtv only, uh no okay go on i'm sorry no, I know. Because no, you're, 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 there's, there's tons of your stuff on there. Is there really? Okay. Oh, from like the New York uh, Wrestling Connection. Oh, really? I, oh, yeah. There's I, a ton of stuff I, there. I, I'm not home a lot where I get the chance to sit down, but I'm gonna have to get it. So the breathing, but like I'm scared, but I'm actually gonna go back and see some of the disasters. No, it's pretty good stuff. Like, it's very entertaining. Don't like to be realistic again though, like I'm very well aware that I've had some really horrendous matches. Like I've had some everyone's had horrendous days, you know? Like, yeah, like I would never sit here and be like, I I've only had great matches. Like there are like to be realistic, like I've had some really horrendous ones. Uh-huh. But but <laughs> you, it, you, but you learn from those, right? Yeah, bad days. Yeah, you what, try, what point like, tra- obviously, like I do know that I would try not to, huh? No, go on, go on. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Oh, I was gonna say, like you try to absorb like as much as you can, and like if you do something mm-hmm. you didn't like or it didn't work or whatever, you be like, well, I'm not gonna do that again. So you've never like gone to like Fridays wearing your belt or like, you know, like, no, or any, just take it out in public with you or no, do you ever, did, you know what? have you ever slept with it? No. Okay. No. Like on your next pillow, on the pillow no. next to you? Oh, okay. No. I guess I, I guess I might do some weird. It's good. No one gives me a championship belt because I probably do weird stuff. Um. <laughs> At what point in training did, did you start working on your character or like kind of fleshing that out? Um, I knew what the goal was for me in the beginning, like when mm-hmm. I first started. Sure. And I guess I would probably on my own time think about it like and be like, what what to do I do or whatever. But honestly, it was more like a wing it because like I said, everyone expects in my first match for me to just be like and then something just happened like and mm-hmm. no one ever thought that I would have the ability to be nasty or come off like um a, a bad guy and just yeah like, yeah yeah gross and when it mm-hmm. happened I was just like wh- like even me I was like whoa and even today like so like when when I'm the bad guy um, uh-huh. I feel like damn because we all know like it is not like anybody that could like meet me knows that I'm nice, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm so is it friendly. fun to do the? Is it more it fun is. To, to? It is. It is actually really fun because like it, when you're, I'm nice every day in real life. Like so, it is. Yeah, really it must be a great outlet. Yeah, and I'm just like I'll be mean. But that's okay. Because, like nothing bad's gonna happen of it. I'm gonna go home after this and not be mean in real life, so it's fine. <laughs> Get it out now. Um, yeah. What would you say is the the best part of being a professional wrestler? I know it's a big question, but the best part. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And I'm not gonna ask you the worst part. Um. 
I imagine people have completely different answers for this. I will say there's like two things there. One, I will say it's clearly the wrestling that broke okay. my shyness and like actually brought out the actual person that I am. Like this uh -huh. person is there, like by nature, like something occurred that made me so shy and so uh -huh. quiet and reclusive. Like wrestling, we got to the point where that completely shattered it and released me into being able to finally and it took a very long time, like even when I wasn't shy, but to finally break all barriers and just be like, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. You like me, you don't, cool. I'm an, I know that I'm a good person, so we're good. So, uh -huh. and to just openly 100% be myself, no matter how strange or odd I am. And if you like me, like I said, that's awesome. If you do not, you know, life goes on. Like, yeah. what are you gonna do? Like, you know, and honestly, I'm, always polite and like good to people so mm -hmm. if somebody does find issue with me i i'm sorry like i'm sorry you do i don't yeah. have to say to that but, but i'm 33 <laughs> and i'm not going to i'm not gonna like i'm gonna be exactly i'm 33 years old i'm not 21 mm -hmm. i'm not 15 i'm gonna be exactly yeah, yeah. who i am and who i'm meant to be and the people that are in my life that are like my good people, like friends and everything, uh -huh. like they're gonna be with me. And like the people, like the people that matter are on my side. And that's that. So I will say the best thing about that is I finally like broke all those barriers down. Yeah, yeah. And then on like the actual wrestling aspect of it, I will say I absolutely love the idea of how to put a match together. And when I come up with an idea and it's like, you, we get ideas sometimes you're good sometimes uh -huh. they don't run as smooth as you think in your mind but when you come up with a like a thing that you want to uh -huh. do or it's like something you imagine and it goes well but like and you're so excited about it, you're like yeah it just you're uh -huh. sitting there and it just clicks and you're like yes that that's cool like i like that like and it happens to me at the weirdest times like i could be like shopping in target and i'm like got it <laughs> And like nobody understands what's going on and like or like if you think of something and you're out somewhere and you're uh -huh. like doing motions and everyone's like looking at you and all <laughs> i say to them is because i'm not gonna i'm not gonna provide an explanation all uh -huh. i say is it it makes sense don't worry about it there's a reason for this it's not involuntary yeah. right and just let them be puzzled in whatever nature they need to be and just yeah. go on um, again that's their problem um, all right. I'm going to let you go soon, but can I, I have a ton more questions, but can I ask you five non-related, uh, non-wrestling related questions? They're just yes. yes and no's. Um, okay. Have you ever had a, a lasso that compels other people to tell the truth? And then you grew up on an undiscoverable Island and you also fly an invisible jet? No. Has, have you ever had that stuff? No. Okay. I will. Um, can you do the dance, the Roger Rabbit? No. Okay. I don't nine, dance well at all, so. No, me neither. Um, for $9,000, would you go on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, whatever, and declare yourself a flat earther? But you have to keep up the charade for a year. What was it, though? What do I have to do? You have to go on, like, Facebook or Instagram and say, I don't believe the earth is round. I believe it's flat. And you have to keep that up for a year and you can't tell anybody, not even your family. I'd probably do that for no money just because it's hilarious. Oh, yeah, because it'd be funny. I, um, I think like people's reactions to that would just be like hilarious. 
And now I'm realizing I just, I asked this next question already. Um, have you ever had lice? Have ever had what? Lice. Oh, like in your hair? Yeah. No, actually I never had, not even as a kid. Like I got really That's lucky. what I meant, yeah. Yeah, no. Like, I mean, my mom was always really good with that. Like, you, they mm -hmm. have, like, the special shampoos and stuff, so we had that. I got really, really, really lucky. I never actually had it. Oh, okay. All right. You, you've done great. The last question. Um, are you a witch? And you have to tell me if you are, I think. I don't know much about witchcraft, but I think if you asked, you have to be honest. So, are you a witch? No, but I will say this, though. I do have a pentagram that's pointing up on my neck and people oh, say, wait cool. a minute but i'm going to clarify that, that as well when it okay. points up that is only meant for good if it points down you have a problem and i okay that i thought it was cool and it actually means the opposite of what everyone would think if it if uh -huh. i had it pointed like the tattooed pointing downward yeah i would say that's a problem but mine actually points upward and it's meant only for like goodness like it's meant for like, like downward they say is evil, but it's only uh -huh. meant for good and like prosperity, good health, all fortune, all those things. Like it's more meant for like a positive, okay. um, positive you, influence. So yeah, that, that is tattooed on the back of my neck. You know, you've, you've, you know, the, uh, you've heard of a swastika, obviously. Yeah, the, yes. did you know that it's, if it's flipped, it means something completely different. It's like a more of like a peaceful thing. Um, like they have it on like uh, the Baha'i churches. I'm not <laughs> remotely shocked, actually. Like I didn't uh -huh. know that, but I'm not remotely shocked at all because honestly, that's usually how things go. There's always an opposite. Like you have the yin yeah. and yang. Always a yin to the yang. And the thing uh -huh. is, when people investigate things and learn something. There's always something to be learned, and it's not always is what it seems. Do I think people sure. should? support them without any explanation no but like mm -hmm. there's usually something bad is always usually derived from something good it's just that the yeah yeah make it bad like that someone takes it too far uh, yeah humanity takes something and literally destroys it and that's it and when that happens that's it like think about it. if you think about that while we reference that think about uh -huh. germany how long did germany have to suffer due to a reputation not yes. based on German people, based on Nazi Germany and yes, all of yes. had to suffer with it. They're and still, like, like I think, suffering from that. Honestly, yes. In some capacity, yes. And, like, you think about that, and that's a shame because, like, these people mm -hmm. have nothing, like, not, like, there's a German equivalent of me somewhere who doesn't want, you know, who doesn't, right. doesn't want to have anything to do with Nazis or anything. Right. Just a normal person. People, and there's bad people mm -hmm. in any area or capacity of life in the world. So mm -hmm. it's like, you know, like the the German person chose not to be a Nazi. They didn't want to, they didn't believe in that. And like, yeah, yeah they weren't involved in that, you know? Well, today we've learned that you've uh, overcome anxiety and wrestling has been like the ultimate therapist. We've learned that um, you're a tomboy and we've learned that you're not a witch. So, but I still have tons of questions. So hopefully I can have you back on for a part two. And I have like 36 other questions, something like that. Sure. Um, and then in part two, we can talk about for at least 30 minutes, my literal obsession with Freddie Mercury and Queen. 
Oh no, really? Oh yeah. god, we definitely have to. I love. If you Queen. look at my social media, it's constantly about them. Like I was, I was listening to the Flash Gordon soundtrack today. Oh, that's yeah. so funny you bring bring that up because they're. They, I mean, that's amazing. Uh, okay, so part two for sure. Um, yes. All right, thank you so much. I really do appreciate you coming on and giving me an hour already. So uh, thank oh, you no so problem. much. Thank and you for having me. My pleasure. If you ever need to say anything, like you have, um, if you have an arch enemy, you need to get something out. You're always welcome to come out. Standing awesome. invitation. Thank uh, you. All right. Listen. You take care. Stay healthy, and uh, we'll, we'll talk uh, in a bit. Okay. Thank you. you all right. Too. Take care. Bye.